Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. Like many of us, you might have a child who has, at least for now, walked away from the faith, and you're worried. I mean, that worry might just consume your heart and soul. Uh, It might be that you're replaying in your head over and over, what could I have done differently? And when you're doing that, it feels like you have nothing left to give. I'm John Fuller, joined by Danny Huerta. He's the Vice President of Parenting and Youth here at Focus on the Family. And today we have some advice about caring for the rest of your family while you're parenting a prodigal child. And uh, to help, we're going to hear a conversation Focus President Jim Daly and I had with Pastor Bill Putman and his son, Pastor Jim Putman. And here's how we opened that conversation. What created that opportunity for you? Well, what, when I, it was a Saturday night, and I'm preaching on the family. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I called the guy, and I said, I just knocked out my, I called my elders, and I called uh, one of my staff, and I said, you got you to gotta take over. I can't preach. And what had happened was is my wife was enabling, and I was trapped in my own house. She would not let me kick him out. And we were not on the same page. And I felt trapped, no excuses. I knocked him out. And uh, I just told the guys, I'm done. And I wrote my resignation letter. And I brought it, brought it in on Monday to the elders, and they said, what are you talking about? Because I had shared with them every step of the way, all the stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. I'd sold my house to pay for rehab. He's sober for a while. He has a kid out of wedlock. All the things that go, go on in all this. And I just felt um, trapped. I, I didn't feel worthy. I, and I had counsel. I'm so grateful I had my dad and everybody else. But I, they said, we're not taking your resignation. Right. And we're going to help you. You're going to step back. And I said, I'm, I can't get on the same page with my wife. So they actually sent me and my wife to a week-long counseling thing that finally got me and my wife. My wife was finally able to understand me. Hmm. And I was finally understand, able to understand why she would not draw the line, even though this was starting to affect my younger kids. My younger kids, their brother was their hero. I'm not, I'm not only losing my oldest son right now, I'm potentially losing my younger sons. Right. And that got us on the same page. What, what did that page look like? It looked like mm-hmm. um, that my wife and I were going to draw some lines. You were going we, to. We were. Yeah. That my wife was going to say, uh, Jim, you're going to lead this. I'm going to trust you, even though this kills me. Because, you know, we, she kept trying to rescue, and I kept trying to say, no, it's time. It's time. He has to go. It's 17, but he's got to be out. We can't lose our other kids. And she said, okay, I'm going to trust you in that. And she had to work through her own issues. Uh, the re- there were real reasons that I did not understand why she did not want to draw that line. And so we did that together. We came back with a plan. And it was interesting because my son was an expert at uh, dividing he was an expert. It's at amazing that talent they developed. Oh, my goodness. He knew how to set one against the other to become, to, to start a fight so he could step back and not be the issue anymore. And so he was brilliant at it. Well, we finally came together and said, all right, this is what it looks like to be together in this. This is what we're going to do. And we finally said, all right, we're going to take you to another rehab that's free because we don't have any money left. And uh, if you don't make it in this, that's your decision. And they kicked him out of the rehab in two days. And in that context, I don't know if the timing is right, if I remember the story correctly, but he ended up in a homeless shelter. Yep, that's right. And how did that discussion go between you and your wife? 
it was interesting because what I was trying to do at the same time was I, it, Christian had taken, my son, oldest son had taken all of our time. And our other kids, I mean, we're so exhausted. You're right. They got nothing. They got nothing. So I'm taking my sons on missions trips, and I'm trying to do different things with my other sons and really investing in them. And at the time, I was so spent. I'm so exhausted. But you just put your head down, and you do it because it's right. Because my dad had said, listen, I spent so much time on you. The other girls got ignored. So I'm like, okay, okay. But I was just spent. Well, I'd taken my son on a missions trip, and my wife and I had said, we had just dropped him off. My wife and I had said, if he gets booted out of this, why I'm gone? You cannot go pick him up. Mm. It was about 10 hours away. You can't. And so I'm sure enough, I'm away on the mission trip. He gets booted out of this thing and he starts calling, come get me, come yeah. get me, come make me. And my wife said, I can't talk to you on the phone, son. And, uh, because I will, yeah. and I'm not going to, you, you have to decide we've done everything we can. Yeah. You have to live there. You have to come up with your own plan. And she said, I'm not going to talk to you until your dad gets back. And so she called her life group, and she said, come get my keys, because if you don't take my keys, wow. I'm going to get him. And and so I, I found out three days into our missions trip that he was in the homeless shelter. I call him up and at the homeless shelter, and, and uh, he said, Dad, these people are crazy. And I said, son, those kind of people are the ones we've been dealing with with you. And if you don't get this straight in your life, you're going to be living under the bridge with them. We've done everything we can. Huh. It's on you. And I just tell you, for four months he was there. Every day it was me and my wife coming together to die just a little bit, but do it together. Mm -hmm. Because to leave him there was agonizing. It was the hardest decision I have ever made day after day, hour after hour. But until he decided that he was going to change, until he felt the full ramifications of his choices— and hit the bottom, uh, there was never going to be a change. And we didn't know. We, we kept expecting through the whole time. The only time we ever felt peace was when he was in a rehab or in jail hmm. because we thought he'd die at any moment. Huh. And now, it, um, now he's there. Is he going to live? Is he going to die? And to just trust God and to fight that fight personally every single day, yeah. to leave him there was hmm. agonizing. But it was, that's where he, the Lord found him. Well, Danny, uh, dealing with a difficult child can take up all of the energy that you have. And how mm. could a parent who's in that spot um, make sure they're not neglecting the rest of the family? How do they make it up, if you will? Well, I mean, it's a challenge. It's a juggling of your time and your attention. But like you said, the energy is drained. And sometimes you, don't, you haven't left much patience for your other kids. And uh, that, can, that can build resentment over time in your other kids that... Are, are complying and, and they get the more raw side of you uh, that, that you've spent on this other child. So what you want to do is recognize that first. How much is being drained out of me? If you need to picture a battery, you know, battery juice being drained out, whatever you need to picture creatively to, to see that you are over throughout the day giving and giving and how are you replenishing that so you need to replenish yourself so you're in the game the other one is intentional one-on-one -on -one time with the other kids it could be a breakfast time it could be just as simple as a walk or even doing some exercise together i've been implementing that in our own home as we've taken in a, a new child in our home uh in in the process of, of custodianship and, and this child is more challenging 
Uh, and so we've, we've had to have those conversations. My, yeah. my son and my daughter, hey, how are you guys doing? What's going well? What's not going so well? Simple connection points like that. Sometimes when I've gone to the store, I've asked one of those other kids to come with me. I said, hey, let's go together. And uh, on the way, we've gotten a, a milkshake together and talked or uh, just at the store. I know something that they love. And I'll say, hey, why don't we get that? And, and let's talk in the car. And just intentionally having that bid for connection come from me, that I'm bidding to want to connect with you. And I mm-hmm. want to know, how are you doing? And my daughter's appreciated that. Recently, she had said, Dad, it just seems that you're paying more attention to, to th- this new daughter. And, uh, and I, I said, well, give me some feedback. I could have become defensive. Instead, I wanted to listen and absorb and hear her heart. Mm-hmm. And then um, I said, well, let's, let's figure something out then. Let's figure out what we need to do. And uh, we talked about going out to breakfast, and she really appreciated that. And we have the, the little journals we've talked about. Yeah. And I wrote intentionally in there some notes to her. All right. Now, there are some parents who are listening to this thinking, well, I am drained, but my kids seem okay. They haven't said what, what your daughter said to you. Mm. It's, it's important not to assume all is well just because you're not getting feedback, right? Kids want to maintain the balance many times. They don't want to upset the parents. And that's when uh, they come into the counseling office. They'll say, well, I don't want to make my mom upset or my dad upset. So I don't need it. It's not a big deal. Yet it is a big deal. And so as a parent, just go in and check in. It doesn't hurt to say, hey, how are you doing? How's, how's it going? How, how are we doing between us? Mm-hmm. And uh, then just intentionally having time anyway. Uh, and I love to have individual workouts with my kids, whether it's running or maybe lift some weights. Uh, that may not be the case in your house. And if you're having a, a child that has significant difficulties, you're going to counseling appointments and more doctor's appointments, uh, just know even a little thing goes a long way, uh, whether it's a note or, or going out on a consistent basis with the other child or children. Um, is important, and it's going to be imperfect along the way, and that's where you ask the questions to have your child give input. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate that, except for the diss on lifting weights, because we obviously don't lift weights together. I mean, look at me. Just, <laughs> no. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. And if you as a mom or a dad are struggling um, to help your child who has wandered away from the faith, or maybe you have a special needs child, whatever it is, Um, contact us here at Focus on the Family. Um, We'd love to plug you in and recharge your batteries. Our team of caring Christian counselors would uh, be happy to pray with you, to talk through your circumstances, uh, suggest some resources, and maybe uh, a way for you to get ongoing support in your own local community. Uh, You can find out more and schedule a time to have that phone consultation. It's a little less than a half hour, and it's free. Uh, We've got the link in the episode notes, or call 800 a family. And we do recommend the book by father and son, Pastor Bill Putman and Pastor Jim Putman. It's called Hope for the Prodigal. It captures their story and uh, offers some great insights as you uh, point your child to Christ. Uh, Join our support team. Make a monthly pledge or one-time gift of any amount today, and we'll say thank you by sending that book to you. Again, our number, 800, the letter A in the word family. Next time, the final installment of the Putman's uh, terrific story of God working and redeeming Jim and restoring their family. For now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. 